and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Mosul Orb not defying the laws of physics. That's correct. The Mosul Orb does not defy the laws of physics, at least according to the Pentagon. Now, that's hard to believe because I just released this image of the Mosul Orb, this round spherical-shaped object racing through the skies over Mosul, Iraq, uh, quite clearly defying the laws of physics, as it has no means of propulsion, uh, no wings, no reason for this thing to be traveling along at a high rate of speed, uh, just going about its business. But according to the Pentagon, that's just perfectly normal, even though they can't explain what it is. Secondly, I want to take a look at where this video came from, because, you know, Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp, they released this video a couple months ago, and they had some comments on it. We'll take a look at that. And then thirdly, I want to talk about this guy, Jay Stratton. Apparently, he was involved in this somehow. And it's concerning, um, nothing against him personally, but it's concerning because this seems to be a routine now where the Pentagon releases UFO footage uh, through clandestine channels. There's no... There's no chain of custody re revealed, and it, it gets into the hands of some media personality. They put it on YouTube, and we have a big talk about it. It's really cool. And then at some later time, the DOD comes out and says, oh, well, yeah, here, you can have a look at that now. Instead of just doing the adult thing and posting this stuff uh, as they get it on a, a publicly available website where we can all see it, they're still parsing it out. Now, whether that's going on because the people doing it are attempting uh, disclosure in their own way, whether they're doing it uh, as they leave these deep, these deep state jobs as a way to uh, maybe maybe uh, help pad their retirement, say, as they start a new career, or whether it's just the way things are done there, I don't know. But we'll take a look at that too. So once again, we're going to see the Mosul Orb that was just released by AAR in the Senate hearing, see what they had to say. Take a look back from a couple months ago and see what George and Jeremy had to say about this. And then finally look at this Jay Stratton guy and see where he fits into this whole picture at. Now this first uh, article comes to us from NewYorkPost.com, dated April 21st, 2023. It says, Pentagon releases video of UFO flying over active combat zone in Middle East. And then it says, the Pentagon released a newly declassified video of a UFO soaring above the Middle East last year during a Senate hearing on Wednesday. The footage captured by a U.S. military drone shows a mysterious spherical object zooming across an active military zone. Officials don't know what the fast-moving orb is, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the Pentagon's new All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, that's AARO, revealed as he played the video during a Senate Committee on Armed Services hearing. Of course, this is the hearing they had just a couple days ago, and it has an image here. In the post. I'll go ahead and I'll post these links to the Buy Me a Coffee site. You can see them. I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this Mosul Orb. This looks to be the same one that, or it looks like the same one that uh, George and Jeremy posted. I don't know. Um, the background's a little bit different, but the thing is, this one I think they said is from drone footage, or from airplane footage, and Corbell and Nax is from airplane footage, I think. Anyway, one's from a drone, one's from an airplane. We'll, we'll find out here. It says, The Pentagon has not been able to identify what the object is based on the limited data available. Well, they have a pretty good picture of it here, too. Clearly, it looks from the picture like the size of a bowling ball, but who knows, because it's hard to tell how, how high off the ground this thing is. It says, Kirkpatrick said, 
the mysterious orb has been designated as an unresolved case. It goes on and says, this is essentially all the data we have of this event, Kirkpatrick said. It's going to be virtually impossible to fully identify that just based off that video. He's still not telling us where exactly this thing was filmed at, but it looks like the Mosul orb to me. He noted, however, that AARO doesn't believe the object presented any apparent threat to airborne asset safety in his presentation. Well, he doesn't tell us what altitude it was at. It looks from the <clears throat> video that it might have been fairly uh, low level, but I don't know. He said the incident is one of about 650 reported sightings of UAPs or unidentified anomalous phenomena, the government term for UFOs. The recently formed office is investigating. Now, remember, like a year ago, they were looking, I think, at like 350. Now they're looking at 650, so they've apparently accumulated like an additional 300 uh, UFO cases that they haven't been able to uh, throw in the trash yet. And then it has a picture here. It says Middle East. And this comes from, it says, unresolved inactive archive. It's got a picture of it here. Case in, in case in active archive, it says. He's, this is they have, a, they have a slide picture here from the meeting, I guess. And it goes on and says, despite the unexplained sightings, Kirkpatrick said there is no suggestion of alien activity. I don't know where this thing come from. If it's not human, then isn't it alien by definition? AARO has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics, he said at the hearing. Now, I have to tell you, that takes a set of kahunas, in my opinion. You sat there, you showed the Senator Gilderbrand, and, the, and the, there were a few other people there, a video of this sphere... Can't tell how big it is, but at least the size of a bowling ball, maybe the size of a car for all I know, because you don't have a clear uh, a clear concept of how high off the ground it is. You can see people walking around and stuff, so I'm thinking this thing is like smaller than a beach ball, say. I'm like a drone-sized object, but it's a stainless steel ball is what it looks like. It's flying through the air at a pretty good clip. I would say a high rate of speed. I don't know, maybe what, 100 mile an hour or something? And it has no visible means of propulsion. There's, no, there's not a propeller on it. There's no wings on it. How is this thing moving? It's actively defying the known laws of physics. I mean, how often do you see bowling balls fly through the air at high rates of speed? And, and, and controlled flight, okay? So, for him to sit there and tell the senator and everybody else there and everybody watching this thing on TV that... There are no objects that defy the known laws of physics that he's seen. We're looking at an object that defies the known laws of physics. It would have been so nice if somebody could have just called him out and said, You know, what in the heck are you talking about, dude? Are you, it, I know it's 420, but are you stoned? It, you have this large, it looks like a metal ball flying through the, uh, through the sky in a war zone. It's making a control flight. It's staying airborne with no visible means of, of, of propulsion, no visible means of staying at that steady uh, height. It's defying the laws of physics, and you're sitting here telling me that what I see isn't what I see. Anyway, and it says most UAPs turn out to be balloons, aerial systems, cluttered natural phenomena, or other readily explainable sources, Kirkpatrick said. Awesome. He shows him the video of, of a, undeniably of a UFO, says we don't know what it is, 
It's moving in ways that defy the laws of physics. He tells you, oh, this doesn't defy the laws of physics. And then he says, look, look over here. Look at the balloons. Look at the radar clutter. Look at the trash. No, no, no. I want to look at the UFO. I want to look at the UFO video that you brought here to show me. Now explain to me what I'm seeing in that video. Okay? And please, don't use my back for a urinal and tell me that it's raining outside. I don't enjoy that. I'm seeing a stainless steel looking ball fly across the sky in a controlled, in an intelligently controlled manner at a steady altitude with no visible means of propulsion and no visible means of staying in the air. I'm watching this thing defy the law of physics and you're telling me that you haven't seen anything that defies the law of physics. If you can't see that, dude, we need somebody else running this operation. Anyway, it goes on and says, Wednesday's hearing a presentation was only the second public meeting about UFOs in the last 50 years. That should tell you what they want you to know about UFOs. When there have been literally thousands of reports, we shot down uh, three of them in the last two months, but they've had two meetings in 50 years. Now, what makes more sense? That these things exist and they don't want to talk about them, or that all we're seeing are drones, balloons, and radar clutter, and they really do care about us. Wow. Anyway, I want to go on to this next article here. This won't be too long of a podcast. This one is from, uh, let's see here. It's, it's another one about about the meeting, and it has a little bit more stuff until we can look at it. It says, Pentagon shows Senate mysterious flying orb spotted by Reaper drone in the Middle East in UFO hearings. Says 650 unexplained objects are being tracked, but insists they found no evidence of extraterrestrial extraterrestrial activity. So you see here they're claiming that this video was from a Reaper drone. It says a Senate hearing on the Pentagon's anomaly resolution office that tracks UFOs featured testimony that most of the hundreds of cases being reviewed are based on readily explainable phenomena, while revealing footage of a mysterious flying orb that is still unresolved. We don't really care about the ones that are explainable. It's like, that's not why we hired you to do this job. We hired you to explain the ones that aren't explainable. If you go to the doctor because you're not feeling well, you don't need for him to tell you about all the things that are going well. That's nice. But what you need for him to do is to locate the problem the cause of the problem, and a resolution to the problem, okay? What we need for AARO to do is to locate the actual UFOs, okay? They're unidentified. We're not asking you to to identify them immediately. We're just asking you to sort through the unidentified ones. Ignore the other ones. Now tell us, give us your best guess. Where did these things come from? What are they doing? Give us some dates, times, places, attributes, you know, do the work. Log the data. That's what we're looking for. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick of Doctor of DOD's All Domain Anomaly Research Office told the Senate Armed Services Committee that hundreds of sightings of spherical or oddly shaped objects spotted by military pilots remain under review. I should also state clearly for the record that in our research, AERO has found no credible evidence that thus far 
of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. Yeah, it's amazing. A person can show you a video of something that defies the known laws of physics, and there you go. He tells you, nope, haven't seen anything. I guess if I want a guy that keeps secrets, that's the kind of guy I want running things. goes on and says, Kirkpatrick said his office is currently tracking 650 cases, but he's pointed to the difficulty of sorting through the information that comes in with priority put on what U.S. pilots or drones sometimes spot at high altitude. He could start by tracking this stuff. Just uh, here's, here's some advice for Mr. Kilpatrick. Familiarize yourself with the Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. It is a uh, okay product that's been around for a few years now. Now you take that Excel spreadsheet and you have a column for dates, a column for places, and then a short description of the UFO. That's a start. Let us know what they saw, where they saw it, and then you release that to the public. Kind of like MUFON does when people call in with UFO reports. Maybe Mr. Kilpatrick could go over to the MUFON website and spend about 15 minutes there. Oh, look here. There's a pinpoint. I can't click on here. Oh, look. This is Bob from Arizona. He saw this. It was this time of the night on January 14, 2010. This is what it looked like. This is what it did. This is what I observed. That's what Mr. Kilpatrick could do. He could go to MUFON, he could hire a government computer programmer, maybe pay him, oh, I don't know, three or $400,000 to build a 10-minute program like MUFON has, and then we could all go on to the AOR website, click on the little pin marks, and find out where these things are being seen at. That would be the first step in disclosure. I don't know how hard that would be, but I'm thinking maybe they could do it. He goes on, he says, he showed Senator's video of one such incident identified as MQ-9 Reaper drone in the Middle East. It was a what looked like a metallic orb. Oh, it looked like a metallic orb, okay. He showed the Senator's video of one such incident identified by an MQ-9 Reaper drone in the Middle East. It was a what looked like a metallic orb, but he cautioned that it is going to be virtually impossible to fully identify that just based off the video. He says agency coordinates with other civilian agencies and academic resources. Yeah, you can all have a big round table for that. There's another word for it that I won't use here because there might be kids listening. But you have your round table. Talk about the silver metallic ball flying through the air. It just release the pictures, man. This thing's been around for, what, since 2016, they said? Seven years later, you get around to releasing this image? That is an unresolved case we are still studying. You know what? They're still studying the JFK assassination 60 years later. So if you, if you want the papers like Trump did, they'll tell you to go pound sand the same way they told him to. And hey, maybe we could throw a pandemic in on top of it for you. Now shut up and go back to bed. Then he showed another video, this one from South Asia, also from an MQ-9. This sighting turned to be out of turned to be turned out to be another aircraft. Sure. I think by South Asia they mean Afghanistan. We've we have to have all these new terms for our geography now. <clears throat> it goes on and finishes up here. It says what appeared to be what appeared at first to be anonymous was in fact a shadow image picked up from the sensors. Okay. Parallel narrative. The guy brings a legitimate video of a UFO to the Senate subcommittee hearing. The first thing he tells you is most of the stuff that we see is junk. The second thing he tells you is I haven't seen anything here that violates the laws of physics. 
flat-out lie. Just showed you something that, that violated the, the laws of physics. Then he throws in, to muddy the waters, they throw in an image of, a, of an airplane shadow and say, oh, look how confusing that can be. Well, maybe if you confused the airplane shadow for a UFO, maybe this steel orb flying through the sky that you're looking at is somehow a very spatial airplane shadow. You know, I haven't got time for the garbage anymore. Just show us the evidence, leave the trash back where you found it, and we'll decide for ourselves. In this case, even though the evidence is seven years late, we can clearly decide for ourselves that yes, this object does violate the laws of physics based on the images I'm seeing here. Therefore, it is a UFO. I don't need for you to tell me that you're going to have to have countless meetings with academics and fellow deep staters and persons in this department and that department and the other department, and maybe you'll get back to me in another seven or eight years, okay? You have nothing left to add to this discussion, Mr. Kilpatrick. You have contributed it all to this discussion that you can. You brought the video. Nothing you said helped. Telling us that you have seen nothing that violates the laws of physics based on the evidence presented to you is not helpful. When we can look at the evidence and clearly see that this object does indeed violate the laws of physics. Thank you, Mr. Kilpatrick. You are dismissed. Now, I want to go on to this next article. Wow, that stuff just drives me crazy. I'm sorry. We have to look at here. Uh, Corbell came out a year ago. Uh, this article is from foxnews.com. And the date on it is February 18th, 2023. I'll put a link up. There's like a seven and a half minute uh, little uh, speech here by Jeremy Corbell. It's interesting. And in it, uh, he makes a few comments. First it says, A metallic looking orb was filmed by U.S. military spy plane in an active conflict zone, but the Department of Defense has declined to answer any questions about it. Now they refer to it as a plane here and not a drone. But it's in Mosul. It's in a conflict zone. I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume it's the same video that Kirkpatrick brought to the Senate hearing. It says a four-second clip of the unidentified anomalous phenomena. Why can't we just call it an unidentified flying object? It is an object. It's flying. And it's not identified. A government coin phrase that means UFO was recorded by a reconnaissance plane moving over Mosul. Iraq in April 2016. So that's seven years ago. And Jeremy Corbell is an investigative journalist and documentary filmmaker who was the only civilian named during Congress' historic UAP hearing in May 2022. He and investigative reporter George Knapp released the image on January 24th during their show, WeaponizedPodcast.com. So here we go again. We have this image. Now, Corbell says in the and his little, and uh, his little interview or whatever is there, that hey, this wasn't classified. It was perfectly legal. What was done? Okay, fine. And Corbell shared the image with Fox News Digital and said this was the first time the American public had seen a designated UFO in an active conflict zone, which presents a potential problem for combatants because they don't know whose asset it is. 
goes on and says, as you know, we are shooting things down over the United States of America now without really identifying them before we shoot them down, said Corbell, referring to the four aerial objects, including a Chinese spy balloon, that were shot down over an eight-day stretch. Yeah, we're shooting UFOs without knowing what we're shooting down. Kind of like if you were out in the, in the uh, wilderness, say, out in uh, Yosemite or Yellowstone or wherever, in Alaska, and you came across a giant bear, a great big brown bear, and, you know, he was just kind of doing his thing, but you decided to shoot him. But the catch is, the only thing that you had was a BB gun, or maybe a little twenty-two caliber, which had no more effect on that bear than to make it angry. Now, do you still think it's a good idea to shoot the bear, or do you think maybe you should just avoid the bear? So we're flying around shooting bears, and we have no idea what it takes to kill one of those bears, but we're shooting them anyway because that's what we do. We shoot, we shoot first, ask questions later, because they might be here to hurt us. People have been reporting these things for thousands of years now. Uh, we do know that they seem to be here to hurt cattle. They abduct people occasionally. Um, they do some pretty mean things to people sometimes. But do we still want to start a fight with every single one that we come across? Not so sure about that. He says, I gave the order to take these objects down. He talks about Biden. says he's, you know, they talk about the shoot down thing here. And they go into some, they go into some uh, bit about that in the article. But this just more or less acts as a time stamp where uh, Corbell talks about receiving this video. And he brings up the name Jay Stratton. Now, he doesn't say Jay Stratton gave us the video. But he talks about him being the one that conducted the briefing. And so it's almost as if that he is implying that Jay Stratton gave them the video. And Jay Stratton's a guy who's been in the news lately. If we go to prnnewswire.com, we find out that J.F. Stratton Jr. joins Radiance Technologies as SME for Intel Strategy. He's been on TV a little bit with the Skinwalker Ranch thing. He's kind of become one of these uh, UFO experts. It says Huntsville, Alabama, May 12, 2022. Radiance Technologies, known as Radiance, is excited to announce the hiring of John F. Stratton Jr. Did I say John or Jay? Stratton Jr. for Intel Strategy, recently retired from his role as Defense Intelligence Senior Executive with the Office of Naval Intelligence. Mr. Stratton has over 32 years of experience and progressively responsible positions within the national intelligence community. As a member of the CEO strategy team, Mr. Stratton will lead, direct, assist, and develop efforts in existing contracts and the creation of new areas of business related to scientific and technical intelligence. And then it says, um, I am very excited to join Radius Technology Ray is a highly decorated officer with numerous awards from multiple agencies of achievements for both military and civilian. He's a veteran of operations, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Joint Endeavor, list all these different things he was in. He was a senior representative from Naval Intelligence in the creation and design of the Certified Defense All-Source Analyst Program, SDASA, along with serving as senior representative in numerous hearings on briefings to Congress on a variety of topics, most recently... He was the director of the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, UAPTF, 
that delivered an inter interagency whole of government approach to standardized collection and reporting of sightings and unidentified aerial phenomena. And then it says Jay's extensive experience in the intelligence community will be valuable in identifying and cultivating new opportunities. So John, they call him Jay, I guess, Stratton. So this would have been Louis Elizondo's old boss. See, he, isn't, he was in charge of UAPTF, a little bit of a play on the words there. So it looks like what's happened here, and I don't know if he was the actual person that gave this video to Corbell and Knapp, but it sounds like it, and that's what it sounds to me at least, like Corbell is implying here. But it looks like we have another handoff from a deep state employee. Maybe he's not as deep as some of them, but maybe he's just fed up with the way things are going on the inside. But him or someone close to him gives this video, this Mosul orb, to Corbell and Knapp. They release it on YouTube. It's out there for a couple of months. Not a couple years this time like the last time, but a couple months. Then Kilpatrick comes in, because this is back, what, in January or whatever. Then Kilpatrick comes here April, what, April 20th? April 19th, releases the whole video, four seconds worth, at the Senate subcommittee hearing. Well, we've already seen it. And then proceeds to tell us that it's a nothing burger, that this thing does not defy the laws of known physics. This has all the signs of limited hangout. I'm sorry. Now, if it's not, then I stand corrected. But the whole thing's weird to me. You have this whole train of events where Corbell and Knack get this video, probably from the guy that's running the, the first iteration of UTIB, the boss of Louis Elizondo. Louis is out there all over the place making speeches. I'm sure cashing checks. This guy is implied by Corbell to have leaked this information to him. Nothing illegal about it. It's not classified. They put it out there. Then we have, and this guy then quits the agency, goes to work at this Radiance Technology, which is a company that Travis Taylor works for, which is the whole situation that Stephen Greenstreet was, seemed to be kind of upset about because these guys are now tied up with Skinwalker Ranch, and he's like, hey, look, these guys are just making money off this thing. This is a scam. That's kind of the impression that I got from Steven's uh, documentary. If I'm wrong, he can correct me on that. But he seemed very skeptical about the whole thing. So we've got, this, we've got these acting groups playing together. And it's, it's not good. So the first time we had Tom DeLonge and the To The Stars bunch, they get the handoff from, I don't know, some people, whoever it was at the Pentagon. And they're, you know, aligned with Louis Elizondo, and they release all the information, and they seem to have monetized it. Who knows how much money they made off of it. And then, like, five years later, they come out, the DOD does this, oh, yeah, by the way, that's a real video. It's the same playbook. You have this Mosul, Iraq video. It's been sitting around since 2016. This John F. Stratton Jr. is about ready to retire from the DOD, and suddenly, it's implied that, at least, he has a meeting and says, hey, and he presents this video at the meeting as a UFO, and this is how we need to report these things. So he gets it out there. He gets it out of the vault, into the meeting, and it's declassified. Sweet. What do you do with that? Well, the DOD doesn't want to release it because they just keep everything. I mean, I think these guys are keeping, you know, the contents of the trash bags. So he does something that could be 
viewed as one of two ways. You could say, well, it's a little underhanded, or you could say, look, the guy just wants to get this information out there. Uh, his motives are not self-serving or nefarious, and if he happens to make a little money down the road as a UFO consultant, so be it. So let's just let, let's just go with that story. So he the the video gets out there, it gets released to uh, Corbell and Knapp, you know, two big guys in the UFO community, and then it sets out there for a couple months. It kind of lets the public get accustomed to it. Wow, look at that cool ball flying across the desert. Then two months later, there's all this hype about the upcoming uh, AARO uh, hearing with the Senate. Well, hardly anybody shows up to it. I think you had one senator there, Gilderbrand. And what do they bring to tell us? Well, the only thing they bring us is this video that's already been released, this Mosul Orb video. And Kilpatrick, the guy in charge of AARO, doesn't tell us, he doesn't even, from what I can tell, address the fact that, oh yeah, this has already been released by George Knapp and Jerry McCorbell, and we've seen this thing about a thousand times. He just puts it out there and says, we don't know what it is, but it doesn't but it doesn't violate the laws of physics. Oh, and by the way, I have another 300 cases I can't explain. So, it's almost as if they're just letting the stuff seep out. Let some steam off the kettle. Keep people a little bit happy about, well, we got something. But not really address any of the really tough questions. I think it's important, though, to keep our eyes open, to keep... Uh, aware of who these players are. I'm not judging any of them. I'm not making any kind of accusations. I'm just saying, this is who they are. This is where they worked out. This is what they did. This is what they're saying now. You can make up your own mind about how you feel about uh, Corbell or Knapp or Stratton or Travis Taylor or any of these guys. I mean, I'm just reporting what I can find. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to slander them in any way. I'm just saying, this is the closest we can come to establishing a chain of custody for this for this, for this uh information from the DOD, and then asking the question, why isn't this stuff released in an organized manner? Why does it always have to go through back channels? Anyway, that's what I found on the hearing. That's what I found on the Mosul Orb, the original video of the Mosul Orb, and the closest DOD that I could find, that I could put next to that Mosul Orb as far as establishing a chain of custody. And that's what we have to do if we're ever going to try to come to some conclusions on this stuff and determine where it came from and what these things are. And we're going to have to make our own disclosure. Until next time, that's UFO Warning. Over and out.